Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Judge Roy Moore zooms to a 30-point lead in the race for U.S. Senate. But the swamp in D.C. is fighting back and coming to Alabama. We interview Sue Detweiler on women who move mountains. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Judge Roy Moore, the Ten Commandments hero from Alabama, has now zoomed to a 30-point lead after he announced that he is running for United States Senate. Conservative Review reports that in the special election for Alabama's upcoming U.S. Senate seat, Judge Roy Moore is the clear front-runner. Moore now holds a commanding 10-point lead over incumbent Senator Luther Strange, according to a poll conducted by another primary challenger, Representative Mo Brooks, who is a Republican congressman from Alabama. So it looks like mostly a three-way race between Brooks, Strange, the incumbent, and Judge Roy Moore, the Ten Commandments hero. Roy Moore actually leads the race with 30% of the Republican primary vote, followed by Strange, who is holding on to 20%. And Representative Brooks is in the low double digits, maybe 11 or 12%. But Luther Strange, the current incumbent, has only been in the, in the seat for four months. After being appointed by Attorney General, uh, appointed to the seat, that was formerly held by the current Attorney General Jeff Sessions. He was appointed by the now disgraced and resigned Governor Robert Bentley, who appointed his crony, Luther Strange, to that seat shortly before he quit office in a sex scandal. Many see the appointment of Strange by the corrupt Governor Bentley as a payback deal that was struck between the Governor Bentley who at the time had been mired in scandal, and then State Attorney General Luther Strange, who was supposed to prosecute, but never did prosecute Bentley for corruption. Instead, he got a Senate seat for failing to prosecute. Was that a quid pro quo? Was that a payback? Is that corrupt? How did Luther Strange get his appointment in the first place? Well, now he's gotta actually win an election, and Governor Kay Ivey, the new governor who succeeded the corrupt and resigned Governor Bentley, called for an early special primary election, which is coming up on August 18th, followed by a runoff on September 26th, then you'll narrow it down to two candidates, probably Judge Roy Moore and either Strange or uh, the other guy, Rep Brooks, <laughs> backing up to read this. So. Moore's candidacy, the general election finally is going to be on December 12th. So three-stage election, August 18th, September 26th, and then December 12th. Moore's candidacy in Alabama is very strong because many Alabamians see Judge Moore, the former Chief Justice of the Alabama Supreme Court, 
as a martyr for the social conservative cause after he was removed from office. Why? Because he recently directed state probate judges not to issue homosexual marriage licenses. And then they removed him from office a second time, first time for the Ten Commandments. This time they removed him for opposing gay marriage. Moore said during a press conference in front of the state capitol, after the Alabama Supreme Court upheld the decision to remove him from the court, quote, I have done my duty under the laws of this state to stand for the undeniable truth that God ordained marriage as the union of one man and one woman, end quote. Now the Washington establishment is fighting back against Judge Moore and they're supporting Senator Luther Strange for re-election. Even though he's only been in the seat for four months, Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader of the Senate, allies with the National Republican Senatorial Committee. And they are now threatening to dissuade any challengers from running against Strange and actually threatening to withhold funds and vendors. NRSC spokeswoman Katie Martin told Politico, quote, we have made it very clear from the beginning that Senator Luther Strange would be treated as an incumbent. It has also been a clear policy that we will not use vendors who work against our incumbents, end quote. So see how they're freezing out any vendor in DC who might wanna help Judge Roy Moore, and they're saying, no, you can't do that or else we're gonna punish you by withholding funds for all the Senate races. Despite these threats, polls show that there is a race in Alabama and the conservative challenger, Judge Roy Moore, has a clear shot at winning. And that's the news. Our thanks to Conservative Review for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, you have a corrupt governor, Bentley, who resigned in a sex scandal. He was under investigation by Luther Strange, the Attorney General of Alabama at that time, who got this trade-off deal, right? Strange says, as a sitting Attorney General, I won't investigate you, Governor. And the Governor says, I'm gonna appoint you, Luther Strange, to the US Senate. Well, they do this handshake deal, and now there's a runoff election because state law says, hold on, not so fast, you gotta let the people vote on who their senator's gonna be and you have three candidates. You have Strange, Bentley, and Brooks. That's, those are just the humans in the story. Where are the spirits in this story? We can see perhaps the spirit of God would fight against corruption. Well, who are the corrupt people in this story? Besides Bentley, who quit in a sex scandal, and Strange, who got this appointment somehow by Bentley, you can see there's corruption in the swamp in Washington, D.C. Because now, the establishment in D.C. is threatening the other candidates, whether it's Brooks or Moore or whoever, saying, if you oppose our incumbent, Luther Strange, who's only been in the job for four months, if you oppose him, we're gonna cut off your funds. That is manipulation, intimidation, and corruption. It's coming right out of Washington, D.C., and that is a demonic spirit that wants to influence the election of the people of Alabama. Here's what the Bible says in Romans chapter eight, verse 21, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. 
Let's pray for that liberty to come forward. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for liberty to overtake the bondage of corruption that is happening in Washington, D.C. Father, we pray that Judge Roy Moore will rise among the people as the outsider candidate and he will win that election. And he will be the next United States Senator from the state of Alabama. Father, we join together in prayer for a vindication of his life story where he has stood for the Ten Commandments, stood up for traditional marriage, and twice been punished by the government. Let the people decide to send him on to promotion as U.S. Senator in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, the swamp in D.C. is coming to Alabama. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you care about your family, about your children? Of course you do, but you need to take action today because they're under attack. Sign a petition at PrayInJesusName.org to protect traditional marriage. Here are three specific petitions you can sign. Number one is to stop ENDA. This is the so-called Employment Non-Discrimination Act, but it's actually a bathroom bill that will punish Christians. It's introduced by a homosexual congressman, Jared Polis from Colorado, and it's really just a bathroom bill in disguise. Ladies and little girls, next time you go into the ladies' room at any public restaurant, you might run into somebody who looks like this if ENDA becomes law. We need to stop this because Here's the actual, actual language of the bill. They don't want you to read this. It says dresser grooming standards must be permitted for any employer who has an employee who's undergoing or may someday go undergo a gender transition after the time of employment. Well, this gives them permission to have the same dress or grooming standards to which they're transitioning. In other words, they don't even need a sex change. A man can go into a lady's room and assault you and your little girl if ENDA becomes law and they'll punish the Christian business owner if he doesn't allow that. Number two petition you can sign is to stop the Homosexual Classrooms Act. That's being introduced by Senator Al Franken of Minnesota, actually to defund your public school if you don't force the teachers to promote homosexuality to all of the children as, as young as kindergarten in the guise of anti-bullying lectures. You're really just recruiting your kids into the gay agenda. Petition number three you can sign at PrayInJesusName.org is to defend traditional marriage. The 1996 Defense of Marriage Act is under fire, but it defines marriage simply between one man and one woman. Sign these petitions today. Go to PrayInJesusName.org and take action. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching PIJN News. The swamp in Washington, D.C. is now coming to Alabama. This report from the Alabama Reporter, who says that a Washington, D.C. campaign consulting firm recently pulled out of its contract with Judge Roy Moore after being pressured to do so by the National Republican Senatorial Committee, who had threatened to blackball this vendor or any shop who works against their hand-picked candidate, current incumbent Senator Luther Strange. Now conservatives in Alabama can add elite Washington DC Republicans to the long list of those who are trying to stop Judge Roy Moore's political career. According to a very dedicated Moore supporter and well-known South Alabama conservative firebrand, communications director Dean Young, who comments as follows. He says, quote, the Beltway establishment is trying to sabotage Judge Moore's campaign, but they will fail. 
I count it as a good thing. Number one, because they have identified who their candidate is, Luther Strange, and that's not going to play well down here. They must have missed the 2016 presidential elections when Alabamians overwhelmingly voted for Donald Trump and to drain the swamp they call home, end quote. Communications Director Young says there's a direct link to Moore's announcement for the U.S. Senate, which came late last month, and the threats from the NRSC, who, according to their own website, say, quote, they are the only national organization solely devoted to strengthening Republican Senate majority and electing Republicans to the U.S. Senate. Judge Moore made his announcement on the 26th, and then on the 27th, the Republican establishment comes out and says anyone who runs against their establishment candidate or anybody that helps anyone running against their candidate will be blackballed. The next day, which would have been Friday, Judge Moore's entire consulting firm quit and walked off, end quote. That's from Mr. Young. Uh, while Young admits the firm's departure hurt in the short term, he is confident it's actually going to bolster Moore's campaign in the long run. Young continued, quote, when Judge Moore got into the race, they, the establishment, knew they were in trouble. Surely they can read the polls, end quote. Recent polls now do show that Judge Moore is leading a possible field of candidate by 30 points with Strange trailing far behind. Moore's supporters believe Strange's damaged goods because of the events surrounding the appointment, his appointment to replace Senator Jeff Sessions after the Trump administration made Sessions the Attorney General. The now disgraced former Governor Robert Bentley appointed Luther Strange, the former Attorney General of Alabama, at a time when the beleaguered governor was under investigation by Strange's office. Strange denied this while he was being vetted for the Senate by Bentley, which is not true. And all these events have left a bitter taste that still lingers for reporters and many Alabama voters. And that's the news. Our thanks to the Alabama reporter for that report. You know, there is an amazing amount of corruption in Washington, D.C., or in general, in politics. Whenever you get people spending money to elect their favorite candidates who make their favorite laws so that the cronies can get paid back, you're gonna see this establishment who is threatened by outsiders that are popular. And Judge Roy Moore is an outsider, he's very popular, and he has a real chance to win this, but it's gonna be a fight because they're gonna spend all kinds of money against him. I've heard Luther Strange has already got millions of dollars pledged by the establishment in Washington, D.C. But doesn't that kind of make you sick a little bit? The Bible says it should. In Proverbs chapter 29, verse two, the Bible says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name. And we know that uh, you in your spirit are groaning against the corruption. And Father, we groan with you. And Father, we Pray there will be a day when righteous people rule that we can rejoice in the kingdom of God, that we can rejoice that people like Judge Roy Moore are leading and passing laws in Washington, D.C. and standing up against the corruption. 
and standing for the gospel of Jesus Christ and the Ten Commandments and traditional marriage and, and everything that God would legislate. Father, we pray that you make it come to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have Sue Detweiler with Women Who Move Mountains. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How is your marriage doing? I wanna tell you about an exciting new four-part video DVD Bible study series on God's plan for marriage. In this video series, we team up with marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. There are a lot of things that get in the way of our ability to have a healthy marriage. But with the way God intended it, he always wanted us to see his view of our relationship together. So everything we do when we talk about marriage or whether we're talking to men or whether we're talking to pastors and leaders, it all centers around this idea of vision. It's very important that we understand who God is and our relationship with him is right in order for us to be able to live out really and truly Ephesians. And that also informs our role as men, how to love our wives. We can't really exactly. love them unless we understand the love of God. Exactly. So if you just think about love, you, we tend to think that love is an emotion. It's more uh, something that I feel, whereas the true definition of love, the way Jesus intended it, is, is not just an emotion, but it's, it's, a, it's charity, it's what I do. You know, to the degree that I am able to see my wife or my spouse through his eyes, that determines everything in my relationship. Yeah. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org you too can have a godly marriage. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here at Proclaim 17, the NRB convention, and I'm joined by award-winning author, Sue Detweiler. Sue, welcome to the program. I am so glad to be here. So you used to host a TV show on the NRB network, kind of like we are. It was a short Healing Rain program that came on, and I, I loved being there. Uh, but I'm glad to be with you today. Well, your new book, Women Who Move Mountains, about to be published by Bethany House, is about, what, the women's movement, about prayer, about... <laughs> about Bible studies for women. What is this? Well, one thing I love about this this cover, I don't know if you can see it, that tiny little woman is there and there's no mountain. She has moved that mountain. And Jesus said to his disciples that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, then we can speak to that mountain and it can be moved. But many times we have obstacles. We have struggles. Things happen to us in life events and we feel helpless and we need to learn the power of prayer. So the power of prayer, and our TV show is Pray in Jesus' Name News. We report the news, but then we pray the news. So we're trying to move mountains in the political realm. Yes. We want to mobilize our audience to pray. Why is prayer so important to you? Prayer is so important to me because it saved my life. 
You know, we don't realize sometimes that prayer is life and death. And I was in a situation where I woke up, my newborn baby was screaming. It was a different scream. I tried to get to her room, and I couldn't. I got stuck in a closet. I couldn't breathe. And I finally pushed my hand against the window pane, opened it up, and realized that my house was on fire. Was this a dream? No. I woke up. My house was on fire. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get to her. And I did what everyone does when they're in that situation where they know they're going to die. Because I didn't even know how to find the way out. I was so disoriented by the smoke. And so I dropped to my knees and I prayed help. And it was a miracle that I was saved. By the grace of God, my husband was coming home late. He was at church. He's a pastor. And when he came home, the whole sky was lit up. And passerby, they'd come. And there he was calling to the firemen, did you get my wife and baby out? And so one fire truck there because all the fire trucks had been stopped. The house next to us had already burned to the ground. It had been started by an arsonist, so it went very fast. And there we were, trapped inside this house. What happened to the baby? By the grace of God, my husband got in and he rescued her. And it was frightening because by that time she wasn't crying. She was limp. And we didn't know what would happen. Smoke inhalation is deadly. That's how people pray. They really die from smoke. And I was rescued by the fireman. He probably had a great big light, but it looked like a pin light. And he said, come towards the light. And he rescued me, got us out of there, rushed us to the hospital. And it was the next morning that I called my mom. And that was when the power of prayer really became real to me. My mom had felt the entire month before, she didn't know who she was praying for, but God had given her a scripture from Isaiah 43 that she was meditating, fasting, praying, and part of that scripture is, you will go through the fire and you will not be burned. The flame shall not consume. Your mother was praying that scripture, you will go through the fire and not be burned. She was praying that for a month before your house actually burned to the ground and you came through the fire and you were not burned. I believe that prayer is life and death and we don't always realize it. We have such an opportunity to walk in intimate relationship with God, the God of the universe, and to talk with Him as as real as this conversation we're having. We can talk with God. And, and part of what I want to do in this book, and oh, if, if you're a church group and you're looking for a study for your women's group, this is perfect because every other chapter is a Bible study. And what the Bible study does is it teaches us who God is. And if we know who God is, then we're going to pray differently. And then every chapter has a different story, just as dramatic as mine, of women that, that were saved on the abortion table, women that were freed from terrible sexual abuse. You know, one woman, her father was a convicted rapist, and she grew up, her mother didn't want her, would say, I wish you were never born. The men friends in her life abused her, and that woman now has been so delivered, Marty Martin, she goes into prisons, and she teaches sex offenders the word. 
So this is not just your story, which you relate a little bit, uh, but this is the story of many different women. It and is. then every other chapter is a Bible study about who is yes. God. It is. And, and also, it there's discussion questions on my website, suedetweiler.com. There's a video for every chapter. There's downloadable journal pages. This is really a life changing. This is a whole college curriculum in one little book, Women Who Move Mountains, published by Bethany House. What is your website and spell it out? Sue Detweiler, D-E-T-W-E-I-L-E-R.com. Sue Detweiler.com. And I'm, I'm going to encourage my wife to get this book because, you know, my wife likes to pray and she is going to move mountains. Thank you, Sue, for coming on our program. I'm so glad to be here. All right. I'm Dr. Chaps, and we'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. How is your marriage doing? I want to tell you about an exciting new four-part video DVD Bible study series on God's plan for marriage. In this video series, we team up with marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. There are a lot of things that get in the way of our ability to have a healthy marriage. But the way God intended it, He always wanted us to see His view of our relationship together. So everything we do when we talk about marriage, or whether we're talking to men, or whether we're talking to pastors and leaders, it all centers around this idea of vision. It's very important that we understand who God is and our relationship with Him is right in order for us to be able to live out really and truly Ephesians. And that also informs our role as men, how to love our wives. We can't really exactly. love them unless we understand the love of God. Exactly. So if you just think about love, you, we tend to think that love is an emotion. It's more uh, something that I feel, whereas the true definition of love, the way Jesus intended it, is, is not just an emotion, but it's, it's, a, it's charity, it's what I do. You know, to the degree that I am able to see my wife or my spouse through his eyes, that determines everything in my relationship. Yeah. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You too can have a godly marriage. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching. God bless you in Jesus' name. We need your donations to stay on the air today. Please write to us or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Luke chapter 3, He who answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But 
Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.